I have a question for you, and it is whether or not you are in the insurance business or you are in the chicken business. Do you have an actual new business revenue plan, a sales strategy that you have for the upcoming year, or are you just winging it? Are you in the chicken business? Are you one of those agents who just kind of show up and just maybe, hey, I might make some phone calls today, I, I might not? Or are you one of the professionals who's out there actually building their book of business to a million dollars or more, winning signed broker of record letters, setting appointments also almost on demand? Are you that kind of an agent? Because here's the thing, those type of people have a plan. So what I'm going to be asking you and what we're going to be talking about today is do you have a 2023 new business production strategy or not? If you don't, why not? That's what we're going to be talking about today. What's up, Permission Nation? My name is Charles Specht, and I teach insurance agents how to quote less, win more often, and build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. Whether you're a brand new producer just starting out or you've been grinding it out year after year, you're in the right place to learn how to grow your book. I teach insurance producers my step-by-step 12X framework that helps you get the incumbent agent fired and you hired. After all, why waste time quoting when you can win with one signature? If you're looking for a proven system to help you 12X your book of business, then visit my website at www.12x.club to see how it's done. Otherwise, kick back, turn up the volume, and remember, quoting is for the week. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. My name is Charles Specht, and I'm glad to be talking with you today. Guess what? It is now December 2022. We are entering the time of the year where lots of people are either slowing down for insurance or they are running around with their heads cut off and just pulling their hair out. Which one are you? Are you somebody who has a lot of time on your hands right now? Or are you someone who is just flat out, straight up busy? Look, if you are, for example, in the employee benefits industry, you're probably pretty busy right now. And maybe you haven't been prospecting lately. Why is that? What, you don't have any prospects who'd like to sign your broker of record letter? I mean, is there, isn't there anybody who comes up you know, in February, for example? Uh, still be prospecting. But I get it. You're probably spending a lot of time right now in December and January in, in doing you know, your clients renewals and trying to get things set up. Great. Same kind of thing happens with property and casualty. January 1st is a very, very busy day when it comes to property and casualty insurance. It is the new calendar year. And so a lot of businesses actually have a policy that renews now. So therefore, many of you are probably very busy even right now doing your prospects and maybe even working on some stuff for January 1st. You know, frankly, just because now, today, as I'm recording this, December 5th, 2022, it's probably a little bit late for you to actually start sitting down and start putting together a new business production strategy for 2023. But at the same time, it is not too late at all. It is never too late to stop and create a plan. And so I want to tell you, those agents that I work with out there are the ones who actually put together a plan and follow it. They are the ones who make more money. 
They are absolutely the ones who get more sign broker record letters. They can quote less. They demand more. They set more appointments. They are micro-niched and so forth. They create a strategic plan and they follow it. But there's also, it's really strange. There are a lot of agents out there who are chicken business and they're just kind of winging it. And there's a sense in which I feel a whole lot more sorrow for them rather than like try to blame them because many times nobody's taught them that. It's amazing how many agencies out there, agency principals and so forth, do not sit down with their production staff or their account managers who are maybe even in responsible for um, rounding out accounts and things like that. But we'll just talk in producers here who don't sit down with their producers to figure out what is going to happen next year. You know what? Shame on you if you are an agency producer and you don't do that. Shame on you if you actually don't take control of your future as an agency. And shame on you if you don't actually have anything set aside to help your producers actually win. Look, it's not too difficult, but at the same time, shame on the agency producer and shame on or shame on the agency principal, but shame on the producer as well. It's all of our responsibility to make sure that we are taking control of your career. That's what it really comes down to. Taking control of your career, your asset, your business. We need to really be in the forefront. Even if you are an insurance producer, you are an entrepreneur in someone else's organization, but you are a basically you are an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur inside someone's organization. You're a salesperson. You're creating your structure. You're creating your calendar. You're creating the type of business you're going after. If you don't have a strategic plan for 2023, I expect for you to have a very poor year. In fact, if you don't have a strong plan for 2023, guess what? We're going into a year that, you know, for all intents and purposes, is a recession year. We're going into what I would consider to be a relatively hard market in a lot of different industries. Depending upon which state you're in, you're dealing with some significant increases on certain lines of coverage, anywhere from 20 to 400% increases on certain types of business, depending upon where they're at, claims, and so forth. So, there's going to be a lot of things happening on your current clients. They are going to be looking at alternatives. And if you're not bringing them alternatives, there's going to be another agent who is. But the thing is, is that it is so much easier to actually sell business and write more business in a hard market than it is in a soft market. Look, in a soft market where rates are decreasing every year, it's just hard to set appointments. It's just hard to get people interested. It's hard to find pain points. But when the premiums are increasing, you're going to find that it's a little bit easier to get people to listen to you. They want to set an appointment. They're looking for options. They're looking for alternatives. Why not from you? But if you don't have a plan, it's likely you're not talking to anybody. It's likely you're not actually setting any appointments and so forth. Look, I want to tell you that having a plan and not having a plan, I would probably say is about a 50% difference in how much business you're going to write in a year. That is my thought, my feeling, my personal opinion. If you don't have a plan and you're just kind of winging it, you're going to write about 50% less revenue in a year than you might have otherwise written had you actually had a plan that was strategic and you consistently followed it through the year. So here's the difference. You could have written $150,000 if you had a strategic plan all year, but instead maybe you only wrote about 75 grand. Um, that's what it would be like in 2023. Maybe you could write $100,000 of revenue, but you'll only write about 50 grand if you don't have a, a plan. Or maybe you haven't had a plan this last year in 2022, and you finally want to start becoming more of a professional. 
You want to take control of your future. And so in 2023, we start to put together a plan. We start to figure out which micro niches you're going to go after. We start to put together a prospecting strategy to get you more sign broker of record letters. We figure out what's the service you're going to provide in exchange for getting the other agent fired and you hired. We actually start to put and formulate a strategic production plan for 2023. What that would mean is that if you're normally writing 50 grand, probably you could do maybe about 100 grand. If you're normally writing around 75,000, expect to write about $150,000 of revenue. I really feel it's that important when it comes to having a detailed plan. Those agents and agencies that look at this as like really not something that's that important and like they do it, but they're really not into it. I just say, you're an amateur. You're totally missing out on it. You're missing out on the bigger picture. Frankly, if a plan or a strategy is not important to you and your agency, why should anybody hire you? I mean, I wouldn't want to hire you if you didn't think strategy was important. I certainly want you, wouldn't want you to be my agent if you didn't feel a plan was necessary. I mean, I'm not going to hire somebody if they don't have a 12-month timeline of services. And if you are unwilling to have any kind of a service plan for me over the course of the year, let alone even a sales plan for the year, why would I hire you? There's other agents who are a little bit more focused and professional than that. So at the end of the day, I really and truly feel that if you don't have a strategic new business production revenue plan for 2023, you are missing out greatly. I really want to help you create that. And so I'm going to be providing a service to help you actually put together a new production revenue plan for 2023. And it's going to be in a couple of weeks, likely on December 16th. So expect that you're probably going to start seeing some emails from me, maybe some things on social media. I'm going to be putting together this training to try and help people figure out a very detailed plan for new business production. So are you interested? Do you want to know what you can offer in your micro niche? Do you have a micro niche in which to go after? Some of the things that we're going to be talking about or what I really you know, even put together with many of my own clients when it comes to their production plan are a number of different things. And so when you come on this actual training I have, you're going to get an actual copy of this new business strategy. But basically, here are some of the main things that I really feel that you kind of need to figure out as an agent when you're trying to decide what you're going to be going after and how much business you're going to write in the year. Okay? First of all, you can't create a new business strategy for 2023 if you don't know your numbers for 2022. Did you hear that? I mean, I need to say it again. You cannot create a plan for 2023 if you don't know your numbers for 2022. Now, I don't mean that you have to have every single number figure out. I mean, you're going to have to find out some basic things. Okay, because you might say, hey, I want to write $150,000. Well, great. A lot of people would like to do that. But do you have a process in order to get you to $150,000? If not, then we're just pulling numbers out of the sky. And that's not really a plan. That is a hope. That's a dream. That's a fantasy. We want to create a strategy so that we can actually achieve that. And the thing is, is that we need to kind of figure out how many accounts do you typically write in a year? If you normally write eight new clients in a year, well, if we come up with a plan that has to have you write 25 new clients in a year, 
That's probably not going to happen unless there's some significant differences in how you used to do things. So one of the main things that I really feel that you need to kind of figure out in regards to your sales strategy, just to be able to figure out what should be your annual new business revenue goal, is you need to figure out how many new clients will you win this next year. And to be able to figure that out, you need to know how many clients did you win this current year. And how many clients did you win last year? And I'm, ta- I'm talking brand new clients that you never had before. So you got a brand new policy for an account. That's a, a new client. How many did you get this year? And how many did you get last year? Because if you think you're suddenly just going to double it this next year, you're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. Now, we might be able to increase it some, but and, and there has to be some things that can change in order for us to be more successful. But at the end of the day, if you're writing very large accounts, you're probably not going to win too many new accounts. If you're writing really small accounts, then you're going to have to write more accounts in quantity to pick up the, the pace to be able to hit the number that you want. But at the end of the day, I, I feel that the number of new clients that you're going to win this next year are going to dictate what your actual revenue is going to be. We can play with the size of the account. We will do that. But at the end of the day, it has to be you know, really based upon what you're expecting to get. Okay. So with that said, let's just say, for example, that you win 10 new clients this current year and you won 10 clients last year. Well, great. Then you know that you're probably about 10 accounts in a year. I would tell you that if we do this right, you should be able to increase that by about 20 to 30%, okay? If you were normally writing 10 accounts, then if we come up with a better strategy, you should be able to write 13 accounts because we can can probably get three more by broker of record letter rather than having to go through a quoting process. So I feel that you can probably increase whatever is your average by about 30%. For the sake of this argument, we're going with 13 new accounts in the upcoming year. We don't start by creating a sales strategy based upon what we feel our revenue goal should be. Any agency that says, hey, how much business are you going to write this next year? Well, you know, I want to write $150,000. Well, we have to have steps in order to be able to get us there. Okay? So 13 new clients. If our, if our imaginary goal in our head was we wanted to write 150000 then now we're going to start backing into it by mathematics and see if this happens. The next question after figuring out the number of new clients that you want in an upcoming year is you have to start figuring out what is going to be the average amount of revenue per account that you're going to write. Not the minimum amount, not what is the minimum size account that you want, but what is the average size revenue account based upon all the policies that you're planning to write for that account. So if I'm a property and casualty agent, I might start adding up the general liability, the property, the inland marine, the auto, the DNO, the, the cyber liability, the excess liability, all these things. And I can start to kind of figure out based upon those types of policies and having a pretty good feel for the types of business I'm going after what size revenue account I'm going to be writing. Are you a local insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? Look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business. So don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. That's nbsbrokerage.com. And by the way, tell them Charles sent you.
this is where the really the kind of the rubber starts to meet the road. You should always go bigger if at all possible. Bigger is subjective. Bigger is different for me than it is for you. Maybe bigger for me is $10,000 revenue account. Bigger for you is a $90,000 revenue account. It's just going to be subjective based upon what you want or what you feel like you can actually get to. But the average amount of revenue per account, let's say that you were trying to go after stuff that's going to be about $10,000. Well, you know, just based upon that information, that would put us at about $130,000 in a year for new business revenue. That would be a basic minimum considering if we average the same number of accounts that we normally write in a year, okay? You might increase that revenue. Let's say, for example, maybe you wrote you know, smaller construction accounts last year, and now you're going to try, try to write, write larger accounts. So instead of $10,000, we're going to try and start writing about $15,000 of revenue accounts. So we're going to be increasing the size of the account that we're going after by about 33%. I'm not going to try and figure out all the math here, but $150,000 at 13 different accounts puts us somewhere just, I think it's about $195,000 of revenue. So that would be the difference. 13 accounts at 10 grand is $130,000 of revenue. 13 accounts at $15,000 of revenue puts you at about $195,000 if my math is right. So this is the difference. You need to figure out what is going to be the average amount of revenue that you're going to write per account. Some accounts might be smaller than that. It might be $7,500 of revenue. Some of them might be bigger. You might write a $35,000 account. That's okay. We're trying to figure out the average amount of revenue per account. So again, going back to that first one, number of new clients that you're going to win in an upcoming year. The second one is the average amount of revenue per account. The third thing now is we need to start talking about whale hunting and elephant hunting. Look, this is really where you start to build wealth when it comes to your book of business because you might write your average account. I would say that you should have two different prospect lists. The first prospect list is kind of like your alpha list. This is sort of your normal prospecting list for all of your prospects that are of that average size revenue account. The second prospecting list should be your whale account. This should be your omega account. You got alpha and omega. You should have your normal prospects and then your elephants, your whales. You need to figure out what the size elephant or whale account is going to be. Okay? This is just a bigger account because we're hoping to get at least one whale account a year. If we can get two, man, that'd be great. But we're hoping to just get at least one additional elephant or whale account in a year. And I would tell you that a really good figure is going to be about four times the size of whatever your average revenue account is. So again, if we're going back to say $10,000 of revenue is your average, that puts you at 13 accounts, $130,000. If it's 10 grand, you should be at least $40,000 for your actual elephant or whale size account. And we want to get one of those a year, and we're going to have our Omega prospecting list that's going to have whale accounts where we are trying to butter them up. We're trying to make sure they're taken care of. We're you know sending them you know donuts. We're just we're really trying to do everything we can to land one good elephant or whale account. Man, you might get three in a year if you really stay focused on it. But we're trying to get at least one. And so the thing is, is that you need to add, you need to multiply. The, the first one, by the second, add the third, and that comes up to your annual new business revenue goal. So going back to this, if you had 13 accounts that you're expecting to write in a year, 
$10,000 is your average revenue per account. That puts you at $130,000 of new business revenue that you're expecting to write from your alpha list, your normal prospecting list in your micro niche, plus getting one whale in a year. That's going to put you at $170,000 for your actual new business revenue goal, okay? So that's what you should be trying to kind of figure out when you're, instead of just pulling numbers out of the sky saying, this is the amount of revenue that I want to write in one year. No, we have to kind of back into it based upon real world numbers, based upon how many accounts we can typically write in a year and the average size revenue accounts that are frankly in our geographic territory, if I'm in the middle of Los Angeles, I have lots of accounts to choose from that are in my territory that are going to be much larger than, say, for example, somebody who's in Idaho. There's just not going to be as many large accounts for those agents in Idaho, so their strategy is going to look completely different. It's going to be different for people in, in Chicago, in Des Moines. It's going to be different for people in Pennsylvania, different for those in North Dakota, different for those in San Antonio, different for those in Portland, Oregon. It's just different based upon a lot of different factors. Your geographic territory, what types of services your agency has available, how many different personnel you have available to actually service a particular account, there's a lot of variables that come into this. This is what I'm going to be talking about on the 16th, about how to actually determine a 2023 new business sales strategy for you as an individual producer, and then even for the agency principals or partners to figure out what this should actually look like for them as well as an agency. But at the end of the day, number of new clients, this is the first four, because I've got 18 different things that we actually need to talk about, as well as some other things, such as your prospecting strategy, weekly amounts, um, different things like that. But at least 18 different aspects to figuring out what your new business sales strategy is going to look like. Your micro niches, how many calls you're going to make, your geographic territory, so many different aspects to figuring out a strong new business production sales strategy. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a plan, you don't really have a way in which to be successful. Because there are too many competitors out there who are ready to take your lunch. There's too many people out there who are ready to bury you. There's too many people out there who are ready to, to let you get second place. As far as I can tell, none of the insurance carriers right now are paying any commission for second place. Can you believe that? Second place seems like kind of a cool thing, right? Hey, second place in the race. Yay, second place for an insurance agent means you starve to death and die, period. That's what it means for an insurance agent. Nobody gets paid for third place or second place or seventh place or whatever. Whoever is the agent on record, that's the person getting paid. And unless you have a plan to get that person fired so that you can be hired, you frankly are in the chicken business. You are winging it. You are amateur. What we want to create is a, an individualized process that works specifically for you. Okay, that has to work for you. And I would tell you that I, I landed on this early on in my sales career, kind of by accident, right? When I started at my first agency, they didn't really have a plan for me. They just said, Charles, you need to write, you know, $30,000 in the first, I don't know, it was like four months or six months, and you got to write so much account, you know, in this in the next quarter. It's like, okay. 
I mean, I was just brand new in the insurance business. I didn't even know how much anybody paid for insurance. All I knew is how much I paid for my auto insurance, and that was about it. So again, that was a terrible strategy you know, for a new agent who doesn't really understand anything. That, unfortunately, is a strategy that most agencies actually out there do. And it was even a larger agency that I was with at the time that did that. Once I started going to uh, my second agency where I was forced to start writing larger accounts, I took about two weeks off, you know, just kind of like I, not, not, not taking two weeks off. I sort of stepped back from prospecting for about two weeks and tried to figure out what my plan was going to look like. I did a ton of research about different industries to go after and carriers and looking at practice groups and my geographic territory and prospecting. Did I want to stay local? Did I want to drive, stay in just California, go elsewhere? Like I really kind of just took a lot of time to try and figure this out. After I spent time doing this, and again, this was just me trying to figure it out, I began to outline the size of accounts and the territory that I was going to go after and which carriers I was going to place the business with and so forth, Um, let alone trying to figure out what was going to be my differentiation and what type of service I was going to be able to provide and what types of questions I would be able to ask in order to be able to wedge my competition out out of consideration altogether. And it I was successful with it. I think a lot of it was um, you know, a bit of uh, being naive, but at the same time, just willing to give it a shot, and it worked out. And so I've learned a lot of things from that, but also a lot of agencies that I have worked with over the course of the last, like I don't know, 13 years of doing this. I have frankly worked with dozens and dozens of agencies. I have been the contract chief sales officer for one of the top 100 agencies in the United States of America, working with dozens of agents on putting this together. I have worked with some of those agents to get them from 600 grand up to about $1.5 million in their book of business in just a couple of years by making sure we have the right plan going forward. There's a thousand different ways to create a strategy for success, but unless you have a strategy that works for you on a personalized basis, it will not work. It won't work. I can put together a plan for Bob, but it might not work for Jim. So the plan that you have to put together needs to be very personalized based upon your strengths delegating your weaknesses or eliminating them altogether so that you can have much more success. Because I don't know of any salespeople out there who are ever successful in sales by focusing on their weaknesses. People are successful in sales by really harnessing the areas that they're strong at and making their strengths their assets. You have to be able to do that from a personalized basis. You know, um, I have never written a farmer in my life. You know that? I've never written a farmer in my entire life. Uh, Because guess what? My shoes are straight up shiny, and I'm not walking those nasty, dirty furrows at a farm. Not happening. Charles doesn't do that. I don't have any boots in the back of my trunk to put on some boots to go walk your furrows. You know what? Another guy is going to write that farm, but it ain't me. That's okay. It's not me because I also know how to put on a tie and a coat and I can go into a conference room and I can handle that atmosphere. That's where my strength would be. I can sit down with a business owner in an office and I can handle that, but I'm not the agent who's going to go walk your furrow and have a relationship with a farmer. I would fail with that kind of a plan. Every agency is different. I know of a lot of agencies that focus on ag. 
that wouldn't be a good fit for me. And so to try and put a plan together based upon the agency wouldn't be a good fit for me. It has to be personalized to you. And so there's a sense in which I don't necessarily like creating one document, um, a one plan that's sort of one size fits all for all the producers at your agency. I realize it has to be done, but I also like to massage the, the whole process so that we get the kind of result that we want when we're putting together a process for you as an individual producer. And frankly, that is the recipe for success. When we put together a plan for you to dominate 2023 in your new business annual production, new business written, if you have a plan, it will work. If you don't have a plan, expect mediocrity. If we have a plan, we can track it. We can see what's working, what's not. We can make some tweaks if necessary. We can pivot big areas if necessary. But when we're tracking it, we're able to see what's working and what's not working. And we can make changes based upon the information that we have. But if we're not tracking anything, if we don't have a plan, if we're throwing mud against the wall, then expect to write 50% less of what you can normally write in a year. And then just kind of like take that year after year. If you don't have a plan, 50% less next year, 50% less the year after that, 50% less the year after that. So basically, all things being equal, it will take you twice the amount of time to build a book of business to what you want if you don't have a plan, or frankly, not a very personalized plan. That's why, Lord willing, on December 16th, I'm going to be putting together this training that you can come on and you're going to get a copy of this PDF. We're going to be able to work through it. You can work through your personalized process so that you can put together an actual plan that's going to work for you so that you have something that tells you exactly what your micro niche is, what your differentiation is, what is the service that you provide, what's the carrier or the carrot rather that you're telling your prospects, which are the carriers that you're going to write the business. I mean, we can get very, very detailed so that you have a strategy that's going to knock the socks off. Off your prospects. Like everything comes into play in regards to your 12-month timeline of services and so forth. I mean, the more detailed we can get, the better off and more likely you are to have success. Period. That's what we're going to be talking about come December 16th. It's just around the corner. You'll probably start to even maybe see some things from me even before that actually happens, but I want you to be prepared. You need to have a new business production plan. Otherwise, you are not making as much money. I hope that makes sense to you because I really do want you to succeed. I want you as an agency owner to get the most out of your salespeople so that you and your agency can be very profitable. I also want your producers, and I want you, individual producer listening, I want you all to be able to write as much business as you possibly can so that you can achieve the results and the type of lifestyle that you want as an individual person. We have to take control of it. And at the end of the day, this really isn't asking for too much. It's just a matter of doing what needs to be done. I hope you join me on December 16th as we start putting this together. My name is Charles Specht. I am the president and CEO of Permission Sales, where I teach and train insurance agents how to build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. 
Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you've got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.